tell what I felt I was unrecognizable to myself Saw my reflection in the window and know my own face Welcome back to another episode of the Mateo Show Hope everybody's doing alright uh, Back from a two week break uh, Got caught up with some stuff, you know, golfing and all that But we are back um, this week we're talking uh, some Sunbelt uh, football conference preview, you know, um, continuing with the theme of uh, previewing the conferences in the NCAA Division One. Uh, we still have a long ways to go before we finish up, but uh, episodes will be coming weekly down the pipe. We're talking NHL this week, uh, but let's get to the task at hand. We're talking NCAA football this week. We're on Sunbelt football conference. Um, interesting developments before we touch on, upon Sunbelt real quick. Uh Lots of schools now looking into uh, playing only conference games and avoiding travel because of COVID-19. Um, interesting to see how this will play out heading into August, you know, with just a little over a month before the college football season gets underway. Uh, you know, hopefully cases go down and we can get uh, out of conference games. Uh, but only time will tell. As of right now, I don't think it'll happen. I just think... Uh, COVID's a little too uh, too much to handle. Uh, there's too many people at risk, especially in the United States. Uh, a lot of cases have been going up. So um, without further ado, let's get started. The first team we're looking at are the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Uh, they finished uh, 2019 with a 13-1 and overall record. Uh, head coach is Sean Clark. Um, great year for the Mountaineers. Uh, played fantastic, had uh, great uh, games. You know, they really dominated on both sides of the ball on both offense and defense. Um, they kind of made their mark, you know, 13-1. That record shows for itself. Uh, my three key pieces for them heading in to uh, 2020 is uh, quarterback uh, Zach Thomas. Uh, 2,718 passing yards, 28 passing touchdowns, 440 rushing yards, and 7 rushing TDs. Obviously, a great dual threat quarterback uh, for the Mountaineers and uh, Coach Clark. Um, he's also helped by Marcus Williams Jr., running back, uh, 652 rushing yards, 5 rushing TDs. And wide receiver Corey Sutton uh, with 601 receiving yards, 7 rushing TDs. Obviously, um, running back uh, Marcus Williams Jr. did not hit the 1,000-mark plateau, but did put up 5 touchdowns. And Corey Sutton did not hit the 1,000-mark uh, receiving yard plateau, but did put up 7 receiving touchdowns. Uh, so, um, I think uh, Marcus Williams will have a great year this year. I think uh, the team's dependent on him. Um, they're also dependent on the rest of the incoming freshmen and the sophomores to do well. I think um, Zach Thomas knows his role, and I think he'll do a great job heading into uh, August and leading the Mountaineers. Um, solid player. He too, he threw for close to 3,000 yards and close to 30 touchdown passes. Um, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks, in, not only in the conference, um, but I think top 25 in the NCAA, in my opinion. Uh, obviously, he's still a little bit ways away from becoming a Heisman, but um, if, hey... If he can get close and um, uh, the Appalachian State can get the, start to get the recognition they deserve, I think he might be a dark horse uh, for uh, Heisman. On defense, uh, my two key pieces for them are uh, defensive back Sean Jolly and Ryan Huff. Um, Sean Jolly had 45 total tackles, 8 pass deflections, 5 interceptions, uh, 1 forced uh, fumble, and uh, 1 fumble recovery. Uh, solid lockdown corner. You watch the tape, and not much get by. Not much uh, get by. Uh, gets by him. Um, when it does, he makes up for the next play. Uh, Ryan Huff, another solid player. Um, 
20 total tackles, 9 total tackles. It's not the greatest stat line, but I think he'll have a bounce back year. Um, Appalachian State did lose some key pieces on defense. Um, I think they recruited very well. Um, they were able to bring in uh, a couple key players to help fill those roles, not only uh, short-term but long-term as well. Um, Recruiting-wise, they had 20 commits, 18 of them being three stars. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, safety from First Coast. Uh, Kevon Heigler, uh, outside linebacker from Hartsville. Austin Reeves, offensive tackle from Lake Norman. Um, I like those three just because um, they, they not only fill a certain role and need, but they also fit long-term and they fit the scheme. Um, I think when you lose a couple linebackers, your first move should be to replace the linebackers. They went into then and got uh, Kevon Heigler. Um, Solid player, um, good frame, has all the attributes to be a good linebacker for um, Coach Clark. Um, they picked up a nice offensive tackle just to solidify the offensive line for a couple more years. Um, other than that, they had a great they had a good off season. Um, interested to see how play heads in, especially with the interconference games, um, shaping up to be what might be the norm uh, for twenty twenty, and um, excited to see what uh, Appalachian State could do. Uh, the next team we have are the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, they finished 2019 with an 85 overall record, led by head coach Blake Anderson. Um, you know, Arkansas State um, played well. Uh, they got unlucky a bit in the middle of the season a little bit. Uh, they got stuck in some games. Um, but no quit from the team. Uh, another great quarterback that I have to point out, and one of my key pieces is Lane Hatcher. 2,946 passing yards, uh, 27 touchdown passes unreal stat line I think him and uh, Zach Thomas could go toe to toe and um, I want to see I want to see that in a if the season does end up happening which I think it will I want to see those two two uh, those two boys uh, go in a game uh, I want to see it happen you know I think it'll be a great uh, great uh, dual threat quarterback battle especially in a conference that doesn't get much attention like the Sun Belt Conference I think the best man will win. Um, Marcel Ray, running back, 820 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns. Great year for him. Not quite at the uh, thousand marks, but still put up good numbers. Um, Jonathan Adams Jr., uh, wide receiver, 851 receiving yards, five TDs. Uh, stud. Absolute stud. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how these two guys bounce back, especially after the years they had. I think they'll do well. Um I think with you have a returning quarterback, I think the chemistry is still there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, with uh, the lack of training and preparation that all the teams have, and uh, with the new players, how they adjust and how the old and how the new guys are just playing with the uh, the veterans of the team, how the veterans are just playing with the new guys. Uh, I think it'll be a great year. Um, in terms of uh, how I think Arkansas will play out on offense, I think. Um, I think they'll have an average year. I don't think they'll have quite the year uh, they had in uh, they had last year. Um, I do think they'll make a bowl game. I do think that. But at the end of the day, it'll be interesting to see um, how they hold up. Uh, on defense, uh, they have some good players. Uh, Caleb Bonner, linebacker, 65 total tackles, 35 solos, one interception, one pass deflection, one uh, pick six. Antonio Fletcher, quarterback, uh... 58 total tackles, 42 solo tackles, 5 pass deflections, 1 force fumble. And last but certainly not least, uh, my pick for to have a good year is uh, Kaylon Davis, defensive end. Uh, the name does sound familiar because he was on Last Chance U. Uh, he played at Independence uh, in uh, Candace, uh, Juco. Um, 
infamous season uh, two, a year and a half ago, I think it was. Um, his stat line isn't the greatest. Uh, nine tackles and five solo tackles. Um, interesting to see how he does this year. Um, obviously, I don't think he'll be uh, first-round uh, level in terms of his production numbers, but I think if he has a decent year, you know, maybe he could end up on a practice squad or he can maybe sneak into one of the later rounds in the draft and, you know, maybe get picked up. I'd love to see the kid succeed. You know, he has a good heart, um, you know, good frame, good body. It's just a matter of putting that all together. Uh, Recruiting-wise, uh, they had 23 commits, 17 three-stars. Uh, my three favorites out of them were Corbett Mims, defensive end from Memphis, Austin Woods, offensive tackle from uh, Virgigris. I've excuse me if I mispronounced that, uh, and Corey Rocker, uh, wide receiver from Yazoo County. Three great players that need that uh, they needed to pick up this offseason. Um, interesting to see how they adjust, especially with uh, COVID and how the practicing have been going. Uh, see if they put in work in the offseason. I'm sure they have. It's just um, when you're not working with your first-team quarterback or anybody that you're going to be playing with, it's difficult to build chemistry. Um, I'm sure these guys have been throwing and working out with uh, guys that they played high school ball with. But when you're playing in, um, with uh, talented guys in the NCAA, it's hard to uh, compare with your high school quarterback. Um, but then again, every team has to go through it. Um, next up, we have Coastal Carolina. Terrible year for them, in my opinion. 5-7 uh, and seven overall record. Uh, J.B. Caldwell, or Chadwell. Um... Interesting to see how he handles the pressure. Five and seven, they open up the season against South Carolina. Hopefully, uh, not much, not many positives to talk about here. Um, your quarterback Fred Payton had one thousand four hundred twenty-one passing yards, twelve touchdown passes, one hundred eighty-one rushing yards, and two rushing TDs. You know, CJ Marble Bill Yo, he had a thousand and eighty-five rushing yards, eleven TDs, two ninety-five uh, through the air, and three touchdowns. Um. You can't really depend on C.J. Marble anymore. you got to give him help. Um, Javon Hiley, 497 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. That's not going to cut it. Um, if you want to go to the, go to bowl games, you're going to have to obviously up your production, recruit a bit better. Um, on defense, they did all right. Um, my three key pieces for them are Teddy Gallagher, uh, linebacker, 87 tackles, 43 solo tackles. Uh, Tara Jackson, defensive end, 58 tackles, 27 solo tackles. And Chris Evans, linebacker, uh, four tackles and three solo. Um, obviously, hopefully Chris Evans has a much better year than he did last year in single digits and tackles. Um, they need production on both sides of the ball, and it can be seen through the way they've played the games, the way they closed out games, the way they started out games. Everything just didn't look right. You know, obviously, they did win five games, credit to them, but... Five and seven doesn't cut it in the NCAA. Uh, next up, we have the Georgia Southern Eagles, um, seven and six overall record, uh, led by head coach Jared Benko. Um, another team that you know had an above average, mediocre record. Um, you know your quarterback Shy Warts, uh, seven hundred ninety nine passing yards, nine passing TDs. Um, you know, Wesley Kennedy, the third running back, 824 rushing yards, 11 TDs, 992 uh, receiving yards. Um, and then Darian Anderson, uh, wide receiver, 116 yards receiving and two TDs. Hopefully those three players have a bounce back year. Um, or have a better year than they did. Um, 
I picked those three just because I think that's what uh, Georgia's going to need to rely on heading into the season, especially with a lot of incoming freshmen and, uh, you know, veterans, you know, a lot of players kind of leaving or transferring and stuff like that. So um, they're going to need to depend on those three guys, and hopefully the freshmen can add the add some boost to the, guy, to the, to the veterans, but it, only time will tell. Um, on defense, a little bit better. Uh, Rashad Byron, linebacker. This guy's an absolute monster. 85 total tackles, 44 solos, two pass deflections, two INTs, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, one pick six, and one scoop and score. Absolute stat line sheet stuffer. Um, next, they have Raider Ellis, linebacker. 85 total tackles, 54 solo tackles, three pass deflections, one forced fumble. Uh, and last but not least is Kendrick Duncan, safety. 79 total tackles, 56 Solo tackles, eight pass deflections, two INTs, and one forced fumble. Those guys, you know, they really solidified a lot of the games last year for Georgia. And I think they have to repay them back, you know. Um, you have three three great players on the defensive side of the ball. And they all they all doing magnificent jobs um, uh, in terms of helping out the team. Um, Recruiting-wise, you have 22 commits, 17 three-stars. Um, all kind of middle of the pack, in my opinion. Uh, none of them really stood out to me. Um, interesting to see how the freshmen do. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think I think if um, they don't step up, I think it'll be a down year and a really down year. I think they'll finish uh, below five hundred. Um, I think they'll finish in the five and seven record. Um, next up, we have the Georgia State Panthers, seven and six overall record. Head coach Sean Elliott. Um, I don't know what to say about Georgia State. Um, you have four freshman QBs in the locker room. Uh, you have um, all right head coach. Um, Cornelius Brown looks to be your starter heading into August. Um, you're running back uh, Dustin Coates, uh, 546 rushing yards, seven touchdowns. Cornelius McCoy, 757 receiving yards, five receiving TDs, and Roger Carter, tight end, uh, 334 receiving yards. You're going to need a lot more help. If you're the Georgia State Panthers and you want to do damage in the Sun Belt Conference and you don't make a name for yourself. Having four freshman QBs is tough, but that means you're playing the long-term game instead of the short-term game, which is good to see a lot of universities do it. Now, my issue with this is is that at what point do you cut ties with your coach before losing becomes a habit and players get used to the losing atmosphere? That's where you have to draw the line if you're Georgia State and the athletic director. On defense, yeah... It's all right. You get an absolute unit back, and Trajan Stephens McQueen, linebacker, one hundred seven solo tackles, sixty solo tackle or one hundred seven total tackles, sixty solo tackles, two sacks, three pass deflections, and four ints. Victor Hayward, linebacker, seventy total tackles, forty one solo tackles, four pass deflections, one int, one forced fumble, and one full recovery. And then you have Cedric Stone, forty eight total tackles, thirty seven solo tackles, and one fumble recovery. Recruiting-wise, they did not do well whatsoever. Second-worst recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports. He had 16 commits, 16 three-stars. My three favorite ones were Jalen Tate, safety Greenville, Marcus Kale, running back from Hanful Carter, and Jonathan Brown, offensive tackle from T.L. Hanna. You didn't really touch up your offense, you didn't really do well in the transfer portal, and you didn't recruit well. Like I said before, at what point do you draw the line with Sean Elliott? And say, listen, you're gone. We need to start winning. That's my only issue with teams in rebuild mode, per se. Next up, we have the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. 11-3 record. Head coach Bill Napier. 
absolute stud of an, another stud quarterback in the Sunbelt Conference that doesn't get enough recognition. Uh, Levi Lewis, 3,050 passing yards, 26 passing touchdowns, 195 rushing yards, 3 rushing TDs. Absolute monster. Uh, next, you have Elijah Mitchell, 1,147 rushing yards, 16 rushing TDs. Helped out Levi emphatically, might I add. And then you had Peter LeBlanc, wide receiver, 344 receiving yards and 4 TDs. You know, three great players. Those are my three key players on offense for them. I think they'll have a, another great year. Um, I think the motivation is there. I think the team as well. They didn't really lose too many pieces, um, in all honesty. And if they and when they did lose a couple pieces, they were able to pick them up um, in the recruiting aspect of the game. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they do. On uh, the defensive side of the ball, they have uh, Zion Hill, uh, 53 solo tackles, 21, 53 total tackles, 21 solo tackles, two forced fumbles, two sacks. Uh, Percy Butler, safety, 53 total tackles, 40 solo tackles, two pass deflections, three forced fumbles. Um, and last but not least, we have Farrar Gardner, 46 solo tackles and one forced fumble. They maintained a good amount of their secondary, uh, which is good to see. Um, recruiting Wells, and Fadek as well, number one class according to 24-7 Sports, 20 commits, 23 starts. Um, they went and picked up uh, Reginald Johnson, wide receiver, Southern University Lab School, uh, Kyron Lacey, wide receiver, Thibodeau, and Corey Marshall, offensive card from Northwood. I think Louisiana will make another bowl game and make another push. Um, they're doing well. They recruited extremely well. They maintain a lot of their key players. Um, coaching staff is on board. Athletic directors and administration is on board with the program. They're buying in. And they're kind of changing the culture in the Sun Belt Conference. Next up, we have uh, South Alabama. Um, 2-10 overall record. Uh, Recruiting-wise, 26 commits, 24 three-stars. Um, you know, offense and defensive side of the ball, you know, they didn't really have much. You know, your quarterback play was mediocre at best. 2-10 overall speaks for itself. Uh, defense, you couldn't stop anything. Um not much to mention here. Um, heading into next year, you didn't really recruit the best. Um, I think it might be over in South Alabama for this coaching staff, and I think they'll be looking to move on. Uh, next up, we have the Texas State uh, Bobcats, three and nine, three and nine overall record. Head coach Jake Spinovall is probably on the hot seat, probably done after this year. Offense, your quarterback Tyler Vick, uh, one thousand five hundred nine. 4,500 passing yards, 119 rushing yards, 11 passing TDs. Uh, Caleb Twyford, wide receiver, 488 rushing yards, 2 receiving TDs. And Javon Banks, 367 receiving yards and 4 receiving TDs. Defensive-wise, not the greatest as either record speaks for itself. My two key players for them was Jamar Daniels, nose tackle, and DeJordan Mask. 12 total tackles, 5 total tackles. Mediocre, subpar, whatever you want to say it. Texas State does not look good going into next year. Recruiting-wise, 19 commits, 15, 15 three-stars. None of them stood out to me. I mean, the fact that they even got recruits was interesting with that record. Um, but, you know, I think Jake Spiderball uh, is done after this year. That's just my opinion. I think um, he'll probably be done after this year. Uh, I just think he hasn't produced anything. You know, he's he's had some time there to kind of, you know, try to do something. Um, you know, recruiting wise, it went all right. You didn't recruit the greatest, um, so I think they might cut ties with him. They might give him one more year after this year, but 
he he's not a long term coach. Um, uh, close to being almost done. Uh, we have Troy, uh, five and seven overall record. Head coach is Chip Lindsay. Um, another team that has good players, but their record doesn't show for it. Uh, Gutter Watson looks to be your QB one. Um, you know you lost your starting quarterback. Uh, this past year, um, DK Billingsley nine hundred one rushing yards, uh, ten uh, ten uh, rushing touchdowns. Uh, he helped out your offense immediately, emphatically, and he's gonna need some help. Um, Reggie Todd six hundred sixty six receiving yards, five receiving TDs. Um, another guy that needs more help. Um, I think the whole offense needs a retuning. I think you need to go recruit better. Uh, try to get guys in the transfer portal and make uh, Troy to f- uh, an attractive destination. On defense, a bit better. You get a starting linebacker back in Carlton Marshall. Line, uh, 114 total tackles, 66 solo tackles, 4 sacks, 3 INTs, 3 forced fumbles, 1 pass deflection, and 1 fumble recovery. Uh, then you have uh, TJ Harris, safety, 48 total tackles, 25 solo tackles, 1 forced fumble, and 1 fumble recovery. Uh, recruiting was second best. Um, the three that stood out to me were Marquise Wren, outside linebacker, t- uh, Tyre Junior College, uh, Drew Jack, wide receiver, uh, Tyre uh, Junior College, Russell Baker, offensive tackle from North uh, Northern Oklahoma A and M. You recruited all right. You somewhat made it a uh, decent destination, um, but at the end of the day, I think there's. Uh, more work that needs to be done. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out for Troy. Uh, last and certainly uh, not least, we have the University of Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. 5-7 and seven overall record. Head coach Matt Viator. Your offense is led by uh, Kobe Suits now, who's looking to be a QB1. Um, Josh Johnson had a good year. Uh, I think he'll have another great year this year. Uh, 1,298 rushing yards, 11 TDs. Um, Josh Peterson, tight end, 567 receiving yards, 9 passing touchdowns. Uh, defense, um, Tyler Glass had a great year, 75 solo tackles, 30, or 75 total tackles, 39 solo. Um, Richard Harding, uh, linebacker, 60 total tackles, 2 interceptions, 1 pass deflection, 1 forced fumble. Um, and then your defensive end, Kerry Starks, 45 total tackles, 26 solo tackles, 5 sacks, 1 pass deflection, 1 forced fumble. Um, Recruiting-wise, 22 commits, 18 three-stars. My three favorites were Marcus Moore, defensive tackle of Colony. You need to shore up that defense a little bit more. Trey Odom, another defensive player from Lufkin. And then Jeremy Hunt, quarterback, Trinity Valley Community College. Um, I just think you needed something uh, more secure for down the stretch. Um, you need to play the long-term game if uh, you're ULM. Uh, I think 5-7 and seven, uh, is... is not the greatest record as a lot of teams have shown but because it's ULM they're starting to put pieces together and I think it's working out for them I think they're playing the long term game I think the coaching staff understands that and I think they're going to be more on board with what they have um, other than that I think I think some belts going to be interesting to watch I think Appalachian State's going to make a rush run for it again I think uh, Arkansas State will challenge them um, interesting to see how uh, the season plays out you know, I'd love to watch Zach Thomas and uh, Lane Hatcher go out in a game. 
I think two of the most outstanding quarterbacks in the Sunbelt Conference with uh, third place Levi Lewis right behind them. Um, interesting to see how uh, uh, Sean Elliott does after having a mediocre record last year at 7-6. and six. And I want to see how uh, Jay Spinoval, uh handles his situation um, to see if uh, he's gone, um, to see what happens with him. 3-9 uh, isn't the greatest. I mean, what's next? Uh, what can you possibly do for Texas State to make your place more attractive? Um, speaking of schools that made their place more attractive, I mean, uh, news that Shadur Sanders has just uh, committed to Florida uh, Atlantic University is huge. I think that's going to sway a lot of kids' minds who have gotten offers from FAU who weren't considering them before but are maybe considering them now um, just to go play with a, a star QB like Shadur Sanders. Um, obviously getting a little bit off topic here because uh, we'll be talking about FAU soon. But I think one big name could change your whole program. Um, so interesting to see how it plays out. Let me know what you guys think. Episode coming Sunday. Um, talking NHL. Uh, draft uh, with a good friend with Laura and others. Uh, then we're doing uh, ACC, Big Ten, SEC, MAC, all that good stuff to finish off this. Uh, the rest of the NCAA. Um, then we're doing some Premier League stuff. We got a lot of stuff for the work uh, for everybody listening. So uh, thank you guys for your time and have a great day. Mm-hmm.